Hoover. School me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And you yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. Guess what Matt's drinking tonight? Whiskey? Bro, not only whiskey, Terry, but let me give you a little okay. education. Okay, Terry, pull that up. Is that a Japanese the whiskey? Suntory whiskey. Well, that stuff's garbage. How dare you, sir? I'm just kidding. I have no idea. You know what? <laughs> apparently, the only reason I bought it was a buddy from work told me that Bill Murray apparently did a really funny Suntory whiskey commercial. So everyone, after you're done listening to this, or even pause right now, Go to YouTube and check out the Bill Murray Suntory Whiskey commercial. Anyways, no, here's the thing. I don't know about you, man, but when I go on vacation, it's not really that I want to, like, not be me anymore, but if I have a chance to feel like or act like I'm rich, you better believe I'm taking it because it's just not a reality for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Now I have to go, right? (laughs) So, yeah, no, we'll, we'll have to make it happen, but, you know, I... There's just something to be said. If you're going to spend money on an experience, like... Do it right. Yeah, bring it bring it up a level, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, gosh. Your birthday <laughs> is in June? Yeah, it's in June. Okay, perfect. You know what? My birthday is a week after this trip. Did you know that? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man, we got to celebrate your birthday. Well, Tell your boss. It's your birthday. We celebrate yours, too. Yeah. Let's, get ah, some let's celebrate cakes. it all. Cakes? Two cakes? Oh boy, Dude, two cakes. Stop by Costco on your way out of town. Get some Costco cakes, like one of those giant. Does Costco have a bakery? Bro, have you never eaten Costco cake? No. Woo. I don't know if Costco Medicine Hat has a bakery. Oh man, Costco Costco Camloops. Maybe I could swing by there on my way to, there to you the Avermere area. Happy birthday, Tarek and Matt. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. So, anyways, talk to me birthday. I like it. Woo. Uh, I don't know where I want to start today, T. I don't know if we should get into this topic or if I should just lead off with my frustrations. Yeah, what's, uh, or should we... you know, Terry, it's not a Tarek tantrum. You know what, that's a good, uh, your tantrum or your equivalent. What is it? Matt's, uh, mayhem, Matt's, uh, Matt's mayhem. Matt, mm. Matt's, Matt's, uh, ah, I wish I had something. You know, it's not quite as catchy as Tarek's tantrums, but I'll, no. I'll take a Tarek tantrum this week, okay? No. So... Here's my problem, all right? Now, I've seen okay. this a lot in the last week. So for those that don't know and have been living under a rock, uh, this fancy cathedral in Paris called Notre Dame, if you haven't seen the Hunchback in Notre Dame, I see, here's the thing. I, we have a group chat with our buddy James, and I tried pulling the joke of, I hope the Hunchback got out okay. Just crickets, man. No love, no laughs, no <laughs> ha-ha. I feel like that nothing. was like... As far as Disney movies go, that was a B movie though, it like was. in the Disney. Hundred like, percent. I didn't watch it, and if I did, maybe I did. I don't know. I don't remember it. You know. <laughs> I was really hoping to get a laugh out of someone. Nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. That joke got, yeah. freaking dropped hard. So here's what it is. But fact is, then all these billionaires, all these French billionaires, uh, maybe there's some other European billionaires. I don't know. Some really rich dudes started going. You know what? We're pledging big chunks of change. And, you know, they've raised over $1 billion for restoration um, costs for this church. And now I'm seeing a lot of my friends who, I don't want to call them granola munching hippies, but I'm tempted to get you into that category, folks, (laughs) if you don't smarten up a little bit, okay? Now look, everyone's all upset because there's a billion dollars being pledged 
to the restoration of an old cathedral and instead of being put towards you know global warming the plastic in the ocean whatever it might be my problem with this is for those of you that are all anti you know billion dollars going to a church can i call you up and post about how you spend your money yeah. Can I tell you about how I think it's a bad idea for you to buy that pair of shoes or those clothes or, you know, whatever it might be, whether it's you're going on a trip somewhere, you know, the money you go on vacation, that money could go to uh, taking plastic out of the ocean. Are you spending it there? No, I mean, no, I didn't think and, you are. And so, even more specifically, let me take a look at your list of donations for the year and say, really? Yeah. This is what you think is worth donating money to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my problem is, don't tell people how to spend their money, regardless of how much they got. I don't care if they have the most money or the least amount of money. I don't care about your pockets, no matter who yeah. you are in the world. Do not care about yeah. your pockets. Don't care about how much is in there. I mean, I do a lot of people's tax returns. I see a lot of people's varying incomes. I don't care. They're just numbers on a page to me. Mm-hmm. And I can't stress enough how... People who are upset about this need to have the same mentality. Don't care about what these people spend their money on. You know, it's not your concern. And the other part is, guess what? These billionaires, they probably got yachts. Okay? Do you think they care about the plastic in the ocean as they putt around in their giant boats? It might might clog up some of their motors. It might mess Mm, up. Maybe. But you know what a billionaire can do? Buy a a new new one. It's true. You know? Listen, Maddie, I agree with you. I think it's dumb. I think, um, well, it drives me nuts, too, because, and, and to be fair, I think a lot of this is just church hating. People just hate the church, which is fine. To be fair, the church has done a lot of terrible things in history. 100%. It's done a lot of good things, but it's done a lot of bad things. But, you know, maybe don't disguise it as environmentalism. Um, yeah. Also, it's it's this weird thing we do now. Not Maybe we've always done this, but it's like, why is it a choice? Why are we making the choice between fixing Notre Dame and fixing the ocean? How are those two things mutually exclusive? Why can't they all donate to fix Notre Dame and the other people donate to fix the ocean? I don't understand why this is being a decision that has to be made. This is an artificial scenario where you have to choose between the ocean and 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 Notre Dame Church. Also, there's always something else to give to. There's always when someone does something good, there's always something else. You know, for example, a lot of people, you know, will say, well, we should fix the ocean. And then if someone donates the ocean, it'd be like, well, kids are dying yeah. overseas and I get the oceans bad. But maybe we need to donate money to stop world hunger. We could feed kids for a year if we would do this. We could do this yeah. if we would do this. And it's like, okay, listen, people are doing a good thing here. It's a piece of art. It's a piece of history. I guarantee you the religious significance is part of it, but – the fact is it's an 800 year old piece of art that has if you take the religion out of it it's just a beautiful piece of art a beautiful piece of human history and it it should be preserved and people want to see it preserved and that's a good thing so don't take away from it from your other thing like people don't like we're doing two good things even further even further do you guys know how much these money how much money these billionaires have do you know do you know what else they're donating to or are you just singling out this one thing they've decided to donate to? What's yeah. their donation portfolio look like? I guarantee they donate more money to things in the world than you do. I can yeah, promise well, you that. Yeah, because I agree. They're billionaires and they probably donate millions of dollars to different things. They actually are donating millions to a church. I'm sure they are donating millions to other causes in the world. 
I agree. You know? Yeah, that that was a good one. That made me so mad. I think people just, ah, they're so dumb. And you like, know well, what? Well, we have to choose. And, and people do this all the time. False dichotomies are a Tarek tantrum. Unnecessary decisions. People say, no, Tarek, we, we can't afford uh, to have immigrants. We have to feed the veterans. And it's like, what? Why, why the heck are those the two things that have to be decided on? <laughs> How are those two things even related? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? what? Why Why are those? Anyways, that drives me nuts. Unnecessary yeah. decisions. And like, well, you can't do that. You have to do this. And it's like, okay, maybe that's the case. But a lot of the time, those aren't decisions that have to be this or that. The other part is you're not in any way affecting these billionaires. You know they're like laughing and wiping away the tears of laughter with like $100 bills. And they don't okay. even know you're talking about them. They don't yeah, care. They, they don't care. They don't pay attention yeah. to haters. Because you know what? They're not even laughing. They don't even know you exist. They don't care. Billionaires <laughs> are successful and successful people do not pay attention to haters. Can't stress that nope. enough. Especially people who live in Canada and they live yeah. in France. They don't even speak our language. But yeah, it's yeah. all over the States too. But oh, at any, And also, you know, further to that, maybe this is a little bit beyond... I think it's really important to take care of the environment. I think we need to do more to prevent climate change. But I think for some reason, and ah, I'm gonna, this isn't going to come out the way I want, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyways. We elevate this to the point where it's like, we don't care about life. We don't care about people. We care about the environment. You know, I've, I've heard, I've been in conversations where someone's talking about, wow, the, we, we need to help these kids. We need to help for this natural disaster. We need to help for this uh, significant thing that's affecting people. And I'm like, wow, yeah, but I mean, we really have to just get climate change in check. We, and it's just like, I get what you're saying. But it's like there's this weird, like, well, climate change and the environment is elevated above the lives of people who are suffering right now. And it's like, again, this is uh, maybe a weird dichotomy I'm building myself. But I've just specifically heard people try to steer the conversation away from helping people to helping the environment. And it's like, why would, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but I care about people more than if, if I have to choose, I guess. But you know what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. I I think here's the other part about the environment. Give me all the practical ways that I can assist in the environment with where I live. I mean, I live in Williams Lake, British Columbia, Canada, for those that maybe are worldwide. I live in a town of slash city. We call it a city, but is it really a city when you only have like twelve to 15,000 people? You know, but it's we're not. the city of Williams Lake. I know BC's kind of weird. Man, we're thirsty for that city title, you know? So, <laughs> look, the fact is, it's like, I don't have good, you know, public transportation. Um, we, we don't have the ability to have electric cars or, you know, reliable solar energy powering my house. Or, you know, like, I, I want to hear practical ways that someone like myself can help save our environment living in the middle of nowhere BC uh, in comparison point, to actually. in comparison to like these large city centers. I mean, a guy like Tarek, he's a scumbag. He could easily take a bus every day to work. No, could public wear transit medicine, recycled really clothes or something like that. Well, I don't know if that's a thing. I no, guess Value I Village is what you yeah. mean. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I like new clothes. Who am I kidding? Uh, but, but That's okay. New clothes... I think affects people more than the environment. So you're good. Truth, We're creating jobs. You're welcome. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're really low paying jobs in terrible environments, but Hey, jobs, a job. 
Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm, that, that might be the most insensitive thing I said on here. <laughs> maybe. But... I, I stand away from that comment and dissociate myself. <laughs> Fact is, I apologize. I'm, I'm not trying to make jokes about that. I just get annoyed when people give me grief for wearing Nikes. I won't lie. Yeah, fair enough. But the fact is, um, I I just think people are unrealistic in this idea of, you know, are you swimming through the ocean to pick up all the plastic? No, you're not. You know, and like, like, what are you doing? These people who are complaining about how these funds are being spent or, or whatever it might be, especially when it comes to the environment. Explain to me yeah. how... The hypocrisy me, is tough to handle. And well, I mean... It's it incredibly frustrating, especially living in a place like Williams Lake, where I now have to sip through a damn paper straw when I go to a place like A&W ah, or, or life, so Starbucks. Now? No, of course it doesn't. But it's more the fact That's that we've made... That's an easy one. That's a good one. But we've made these changes for no apparent reason because so you got straws out of the ocean if i'm drinking out of a plastic <laughs> straw in williams like where do you think that's going afterwards not to the ocean bro it's going in my landfill yeah maybe hey that's you know? true does that i'm really with you affect i'm just saying 90 i like stuff country? like the paper sh- like the don't don't get me wrong i recognize that that makes almost like paper plastic straws probably point two percent point zero two percent of the plastic out in the ocean doesn't make a huge difference but it's also easy and doesn't really change the the, the process much i can still get my drink <laughs> yeah you 100 know, i guess it's more the fact that we get hung up on these causes that seem so absurd and don't actually affect as many people as we think it does yeah i'm with you and i think the big thing is you know because it's like Everybody's trying to be an activist, and I like that people care. I think it's good. It's good to not be apathetic. But when it borders on, you know, the 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 preachy and and put you're putting other people down as opposed to trying to bring people with you, and it's like, okay, now I'm gonna be like, okay, hypocrite, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It's like that's that's just the way it is. If if you're not preaching and you're bringing people along with you with great ideas. Then hey, maybe you'll you know, honey, you know, you get more flies with honey. But if you're going to be preachy and put people down for not doing what you think, well, guess what? Now we're gonna, people are going to be like, okay, hypocrite, what are you doing? Oh, look, you went on vacation this year. You realize how much CO two emissions are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It drives me nuts. Yeah, especially yeah, no. being from Alberta, people should protest Sunwing. That airline exists for travel that is completely discretionary. Nobody ever has to fly. It's a vacation airline for those who don't know. <laughs> that vacation, that airline exists solely to take you on vacation. And nobody yeah. seems to care about that. They just care about, I don't know. You know, it drives me nuts. as an Alberta. But. I, gosh, I mean, yeah, maybe we should stop being so so disgruntled here. I just think... Yeah, we shouldn't start with t- with tantrums. Or uh, man, mad- but or I mad- think at the same time, I think I want people to hear these things, and I want them to. If you don't agree with me, feel free to like hey, refute my points. In. I'm more than happy to. Also, shout out to my boy Mason, who me and Mason had some fun dialogue. Friend of the show, Mason Unraw. Check out his oh, podcast, yeah. uh, Ecology and Existentialism. That's a fun right. word to try and spell. Um, <laughs> We, him and I were talking about a recent episode that he did on deforestation and, you know, we were just kind of pumping each other's tires up a little bit about how great, you know, we're feeling with our podcasts and stuff. And he said, uh, he said he looks forward to the sitcom that is our, our podcast. So took that as a compliment. Oh, the sitcom. I do yeah, like right? that. Are they still making sitcoms though? You know, sitcoms like a are dead. Let's be honest. Yeah. The only one that's still on TV that I know of 
It's Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. That show that sucks. Dude, <laughs> I still watch it. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't like think that. it's 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 like a, a bowl it's, of bland porridge. It's good. It's, you know, it's just like you eat it. It's 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 it, got some nutritional value. Here's but at the, the end of the day, you don't need it. I've I've been committed for too many years, so I'm with you. I I'm with you. I like it. I enjoy it when I watch an episode, but if I never see another episode again, you know, that's fine. Yeah, it's kind of true. <laughs> I do agree with you. Yeah. It's a yeah. thing. It's, you know, situational comedies are just, yeah. you know, you enjoy binging them, but you don't remember them. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say, yeah, I don't know. Does like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Modern Family count? They don't they have totally the laugh do. tracks and they have, it's a little different, I find, those comedies. I like those better. But they almost you... try to be... Can you know. break down all 22 minutes of your favorite episodes and tell me the entire plot? Or can you just tell me, like, one-liners and jokes? Yeah, that's true. One-liners and jokes. That's the thing. And Is it, that and bad? It, no, I don't think it's bad. I just think it shows that there's very little in terms of substance uh, yeah. to the shows themselves. And so, you know, unless you're a real diehard fan of these shows, you know, I could probably break down quite a few episodes of, like, How I Met Your Mother. But that's because I've yeah, watched I that series, too. like, five times. I've watched it at least two or three times myself, yeah. And The Office. I could break down a lot of episodes really? of The Office. A lot. I That's only watched our... it for the first time like a year ago. Oh, really? Did you like it? Uh, it, it took wow. a while. No, no, no. no, no. Here's you, had the thing. To, you had to think about it. It's not good enough. It it took me until the basketball episode in season one to actually like get into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the first season's hard to get through. Yeah. And yeah. then it's got some cringeworthy moments in it where you're like, Ooh. so bad. That first season's hard. <laughs> Steve Carell would never have a job in television in today's day and age. We are simply too soft for his comments right? and lines. Oh man. <laughs> He's like mildly racist, pretty sexist. Uh, Against LGBTQ. Ooh, and that's yeah. at the first season with the Oscar. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like he just, oof. he uses the F word in that show. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. on TV. It was no problem. That's right. That's right. See, yeah, you get. And we're not talking about the four-letter one. You no, know. we're not. Yeah. Um. Good. Yeah. No, it's just my favorite character out of the whole show is Daryl. Shout out to Craig Robinson. Yeah, he's hilarious, dude. Ugh. Are you sure it's not Darrell? Yes, I'm sure it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See his comments like that. That you're like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's not so bad. <laughs> I feel like you just couldn't get away with that on national television anymore. Ah, uh, you could get away with it. You sure it's not Darrell? Do you think so? I think so. I don't Gosh. think you. Well, you obviously can't say the F word anymore. No, of course. I think not. he has some other stuff that's pretty. Yeah, like he makes a lot of really like a lot of gay jokes. They just don't make on TV anymore. Oh, I feel like that's that's a huge one. Is all the gay jokes towards Oscar? Poor Oscar. Yes. Yeah, Man, yeah. He yeah. just gets shredded. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, okay. Let's get into this. Uh, I know we don't have a ton of time to talk about it, but we'll all talk right. about it anyways. Okay. I want to get your opinions on the concept when it comes to spending money. Oh, also, okay. real quick public service announcement. It is the last week of April. If you've not gotten your taxes done, get yourself to an accountant or go buy TurboTax and get them done. You have less than a week. Get, get it. them done. Tuesday, Justin doesn't need your money. Tuesday, April 30th. Go get them done. But what happens after then, that? Uh, well, if you owe money, then you get dinged with penalties and interest. If you don't, you're technically good, but if you don't owe, it means that you're getting money back and the government's making interest on it themselves. Why not get it back and make interest for yourself? Boom. Because they're not giving you the interest that they're making off of it. Anyways, that's my PSA. Now let's get into it. Okay. I want to talk about your philosophies on spending money 
Okay. When it comes to when you have excess cash, okay. do you believe that people should spend it more on material items or experiential items? Well, I'll be now, honest. I sorry, go ahead. You I finish. Just, sorry, no. my apologies. I kind of paused there a little too long. It was a pause for effect. <laughs> now, I would say that as millennials, we will most likely lean more to experiential yes. than material. Because I think that's just how we're wired. But at the same time, is it the right philosophy, I guess? So anyways, I'll leave you, let you kind of go. That's a good question. And I think, um, you know, I, I'm going to be cynical to start off with. Because I think, uh, you know, the idea of spending things on experiences versus material things seems to be the, the more nobler action. It's the, the better thing to do. But I think as millennials, we prefer to spend money on experiences in so much as it allows us to make good Instagram posts <laughs> and Facebook posts to make people <laughs> jealous. Let's be real. I've got caught up in it where it's like, oh, man, we're going to do this fun thing and I'm going to post it on Instagram or mostly Britney's going to post on Instagram. And, and you know what I mean? And that's that's part of our culture now. It's about uh, making sure people see you're doing interesting things and, and going to interesting places and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so I think in, in some regard, um, it used to be showing people your stuff was that or in a lot of ways it still is. But it's it's kind of two sides of the same coin in terms of the negative side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's still about demonstrating to other people your wealth or your um you know, success, you know, um, on the negative side, on the positive side. I mean, we, we were talking about this beforehand. Boy, do I like have a hard time if someone, if I have a friend, a good friend who's like, Hey, let's do this thing. That's fun. Um, man, I, I have a hard time saying, no, that's like my, my favorite thing in the world to do is spend time with friends or family and do something fun. You know what I mean? If Brittany wants to go out, you know, it's yep. just like, yeah, well, we'll say yes every time if we can. Um, and I just I, I just value it so much. And some of it is probably, you know, the, uh, you know, just the demonstration of, oh, look at what I can do, blah, blah, blah. Some of it, it, and I honestly think some of it is just the way I am. I just like doing stuff with my friends or family and, and whatever that looks like. I, I do prefer to do something with people instead of, you know, sort of sitting around. And right. so, yeah, I, I do think, you know, that, that is a good thing about millennials as we do value experiences it's just falling into the same trap of trying to compete with experiences versus competing with material things yeah okay no, that's fair it's fair see i don't know how i feel about it because i'd like to say that i'm pro experience but my life doesn't speak to that because i have been i just i haven't been um i don't know the right fancy technical terms but I've, I've never really had a lot of money. So, you know, I've always had dreams of traveling to places like Europe and and exploring through all the history and museums and, you know, just the open, I don't know, open land, like big fields. And, and you know, I have always had dreams of going, like, hanging out on the beaches in, like, South France, you know, and just... Those nice beaches? Dude, apparently it's just one of the best places to go. So, you know, like dreams like that have always kind of caught my attention, but I've just never had the financial means to go and do so. But part of that as well is because I've always, you know, desired to have 
you know, things in my life, whether it's a new computer or um, a new pair of shoes or, uh, I don't know, whether it's a new hobby of some sort that I need to spend money on, like a microphone and headphones for podcasting or whatever <laughs> it might, you know, like just, and, and so my life speaks more to the material aspect item and I don't know why, I guess. I mean, we can have a nice little counseling session, but I don't think that's necessary. But I guess, you know, I, I think there is value in both. And I sometimes wonder if the experience thing can get not out of hand because I don't really have a lot of, ex- I don't have a lot of experience in it. Mm-hmm. But I do sometimes wonder about friends of mine who I see who are just, you know, um, constantly traveling and and whatnot not yourselves so much because i know that you guys have a good setup to it and that you guys are only gone for you know a couple weeks weeks a a year yeah yeah it's nothing you know crazy but friends of mine who will like work for six months quit their job and travel for six months and that's just i think what they intend to do for 30 years and it's like well you're not thinking about the future very much and thinking (laughs) about like what life's going to look like at 60 like you're going to be the the draw on society that i'm gonna curse on my stoop as i get pissed and drink you know iced tea and play cards with my buddies and we all complain about that deadbeat who never got a job and never had a career for 30 years and is now living uh, off of social assistance crystal glasses and uh yeah you know platinum platinum cards darn right (laughs) darn right man yeah yeah Uh, you know that's a good point that is a good yeah, you know, that's actually a good point, you know. Um, I like to think, like, if someone wants to do that, I'm, I'm actually kind of jealous. I think that's a great lifestyle choice. That that has become way more common for our generation than previous generations, totally. and that's cool. Um, but, yeah, if you're not thinking about the future, then it's kind of like, okay, it's a little irresponsible, but maybe they are thinking. Maybe they're like, well, I'm going to do this until it's not cool anymore, and then I'll... And then I'll work, you know? And so, I don't know. I'd like to, uh, maybe it's because I has that, that level of, like, I, I'm a cautious person. I would have a hard time living that way. But I, I do find it, it's, like, impressive, I guess, that someone can just <laughs> throw caution to the wind and live that way. Dude, I have you a buddy I mean? who lives like that every day of his life. Yeah? And, you know, he was a he's a friend of mine. He was on uh, my limited run of podcast called matt's chats uh his name is gage and that guy i I know right (laughs) that guy i admire his life so much because and his like attitude on life because he just i mean i think he probably cares a little bit about what some people think but for the most part that guy just lives his life and he lives it so full and just yeah, throws all caution to the wind when it comes to just so much, I guess. Like he has he holds down a great job as a plumber. He's he's excellent at his job. But Oh yeah, but that's the thing. You don't you don't have clients as a plumber. No. You can show up and leave. Yep. Exactly. Well you but do, like, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But that guy has gone and traveled the world with plumbing being kind of a backbone for it as well. Because like for instance he lived in Australia for, you know, six months or plumbing. And but was plumbing on the side because yep. you know got to make some income right, 
But See, I, I can appreciate that. I respect that because he's got a, he put the time in and he got himself yeah. a trade. That you know, it, let's be honest, that's a good trade. He can make good money whenever oh, he decides to settle right. down. And barring a, a significant industry, he could actually work until he's pretty old. Absolutely, you know and that's I mean? the thing. And everyone needs a plumber. So if he decides he's picking up for six months, going to travel wherever, and then decides to come back, well, he's very hireable. Yeah. So his caution to the wind kind of mentality. I like it really suits his lifestyle and his career choice and it's something i don't know if he thought about that when he got his plumbing because i highly doubt he thought that far ahead but i just admire the fact that it has worked out so well for him in that regard and he's he's almost set himself up maybe accidentally maybe on purpose i don't know but you know he can just live this just free lifestyle where he just yeah he doesn't have to and think I, about settling down. I, I feel like that's a good... He put the work in. He got his ticket. And now he's enjoying the flexibility it gives him. And that's fair. And he's, I don't give it to him. All the power to him. He's not climbing some occupational ladder. You know, like, totally. Like you and I are where... Yeah. You know, we put in our time and we might get that promotion. We might not if we don't put enough time and effort into our jobs. You know what I mean? And we're always fighting with other people to try and take that advance. And yeah. so you're, you're in a sense... You're not married to your job, maybe, but you kind of are if you want to succeed and stay with the same company because maybe they have a pension plan or maybe they have, you know, good benefits or, you know, whatever it might be, right? And and you really enjoy the stability of it. Whereas that guy, I, he just, he don't just care. Goes, maybe he's putting some money away. You don't know. Oh, I'm sure he is. And I, and I mean... The tough thing is our jobs are client-based and relationship-based. Yeah. Like someone else can't jump in and, you know, like you get another plumber. It's no big deal. Or Brittany's a nurse. You get another nurse. Yeah. You know, but, you know, can't I don't just know. get another financial advisor. It's not just no, quite that can't. easy. Oh, well, it's know? relationship-based, and that's good. It's different, but it, it doesn't allow for that trade-off. And so I think that's a good example of someone doing that right and, and saying and, and finding a, a career that works for the way they want to live their lives. And I, I think that's cool. Yeah. I just love that guy so much. He'll just straight up be like, you know what? Let's like, but does he have a house? Does he have a car? He definitely has a car. He has a minivan. Of course. That's but, does but he it's live also in minivan? <laughs> no, but it's also like his work work vehicle, right? Smart. Because he's an independent contractor and he just drives his minivan that's full of stuff, but it can also convert into a living space. Yeah. If he needs it to be, because at one point I know he was living in his van for a short time while looking for a place to rent when he had moved. And it's just like, it, it just works for him. And That's sweet. I just, I appreciate it so much. His just, his attitude on life is just so pure. And, you know, if you guys really want to listen to, because him and I talk about it, try and find it in the archives of our episodes. Maybe it's still in there. I'm not sure. Archives. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. You know, it's his name's Gage Johnson. He's a really cool dude. I mean, even when I did that podcast, he was living in Australia at the time. And he That's was, crazy. Yeah. So it's he just he lives a pretty cool life. And Yeah. Yeah. So in the question of materialism versus experience. Yeah. I mean, that guy clearly values his experiences. And and to to speak to your point about, you know, people who value experiences to the point of of relying on the the system that's that's not the case and so that's that's the way to do it i mean i know we always have a weird financial bend to most of the things we talk to just because of the nature of who we are and where we work um but i think it would be an interesting discussion to talk about 
ah, you know what? I, talk about it. I don't know how to word it. Just the idea of, of, of and, and I don't think today's the day to talk about it, just the idea of, um, you know, is it people who vote for higher taxes or higher tax governments when they don't pay any taxes or they Ooh, pay no taxes? I like that. You know, and it, and it's like I don't know. You know, is that like I? What's the what's maybe that's fine. It makes sense to vote in your own interest in that way. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's an interesting. You could talk about it in a couple different ways, but dude, let's not let's Definitely dive into that though later on at not some today. point. I I really like that conversation. I think that's a that's a real. Maybe maybe I'll poll our our followers a little bit on that. That's interesting. You know, we just had an election in Alberta. Um, there's an election in Prince Edward Island today, or maybe it was Nova Scotia. Yeah, the candidate, whatever, or the one MP or whatever, died like on the weekend with his son. What? I didn't you know, know that. Not an MP, MLA. I don't know who it is. The provincial Anyways, candidate. One of I don't know if he was a provincial candidate or he was like a candidate of a particular riding. Was on a canoeing trip with his son. He was for the Green Party. And they died. They died? My gosh, yeah, that's it's freaking terrible. terrible. Like two days before the election. So sad. Yeah, it's brutal. Anyway, sorry, not to bring a big downer to it. It just oh, hey. I was so shocked. I was like, man, what ugh, what a crappy thing. That's tough. Yep. But anyways, carry on with what you're saying about the Prince Edward Island stuff. I don't know. They had an election out there, and so you know, we got an election in Canada coming up in the fall. And the uh, American election season will be Coming up full swing come uh, the end of this year because the American yeah. election season is ridiculously long. <laughs> it's like a full year. Yeah. And so, you know, let's talk about, uh, yeah. I don't know. So there's a couple different things we could talk about regarding mm-hmm. that. So it'll be interesting, anyways. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, that was interesting, Maddie. Good topic <sighs> idea. I like it. Materialism mm-hmm. versus experiences. I guess my, my response is a little cynical, saying it's two sides of the same coin. Um, and you like things. You like stuff. Well, I, so, I do. I'm just summarizing. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think that I'd like to get more to the experiential thing. And I, I come to I, the golf trip this summer. Well, that's the thing. I think I'm seeing that uh, take more and more of a, like a, a precedent. Is that the right word? It's becoming more of a priority. I guess that's the word I'm looking for in my life. And I, I see it with a buddy of mine that I work with. We go golfing pretty regularly. You know, him and I are already talking about possibly going to the driving range next week to uh, to go kind of get warmed up for the summer a little bit. And, nice. Um, you know, whether it's stuff like that or, yeah, going on a nice little little weekend getaway with you and your buddies and, um, you know, trying to spend more of my time and my – my money and my efforts and stuff towards those kind of experiential things uh, would be a little more ideal for me. I think, I think it's going to do a lot better, a lot more good for myself than, you know, looking back on life in, in 20 years and going, I should have done that, you know, living with, with any sort of regret for, for not having partaken in that sort of stuff. I agree. But um, yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, it's been slice and thanks uh, listeners. We appreciate your attention. And uh, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. I know we said some stuff uh, regarding Notre Dame versus the environment, people versus the environment, materials, materialism versus experiences. It's It could be controversial. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. 
if you want to be anonymous even just send us a message and or an email and we won't read your name yeah, out if you tell I us not to on, i won't put you on blast on here i just like nope. giving people shout outs if i can but if you yeah want if to you don't want to be that's cool Absolutely. Maybe we're out to lunch. Maybe we're not considering things. Well, it's very possible. So we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week.